Hi, this is Adina, here with today's episode of Wonder Your Way to Brilliant, podcast show of Courage to be Curious. This entire year of 2020 is dedicated to exploring and asking productively curious questions. Honestly, there is no simpler or better tool to facilitate positive change in our lives, relationships, and in our workplaces than learning to ask and answer more productively curious questions. So let's dive right in to today's question and today's full episode. On today's episode of Wonder Your Way to Brilliant, I am going to depart again from our Live, Lead, and Love cards simply because I'm, again, looking at our sheltering in place moment and was really just inspired by some things that have been happening to raise this particular question or to examine this particular question of what is so compelling about human connection? Why do we need it so much? And how do we really get the connections that we most need or that sense of connection that we most need. So let me take me, take you back to the kind of origins of this inspiration for today. A few weeks ago, I started a program running free webinars. And again, this was just a contribution. I want to run these webinars, give something back. How can I support this sheltering in place moment? And so I began this series of free webinars, we've helped three, called Carry Forward the Good. And the idea behind Carry Forward the Good was that for many of us, even as there's been loss and even as there's been difficulty, and many of you, if you're on my email list, have seen the emails come through, that there have also been really incredible moments of awareness, discovery, experience, and connection that we maybe don't want to lose, that these have become really, really precious. They've revealed things to us about our lives and about the way, the choices we've made and what's important to us, or perhaps a new habit has evolved or developed that we'd like to carry forward. So the idea behind these events was to really give people an opportunity to pause and to reflect on what has been the good that has come out of this that I don't want to lose. And then we've talked about how we actually incorporate things, even as the other things will come in as we may eventually start to open up and move back to some parts of our lives that were similar to before. And so the thing that struck me from doing these events is that most people, mostly all the responses from people who attended all three of these, and it's not really an exaggeration to say, but you know, a vast majority of the carry forward the good object, you know, areas of focus for people related to connection. So many people said things like, wow, we're using Zoom for everything right now. And I'm now communicating, making regular times with friends who might be all over the world or different time zones, or we're connecting with our extended family and playing games over Zoom, or, you know, making time to, I know we're making time with my daughters and some of her friends every Friday evening to share something, you know, we do an angel card picking. 
And what's interesting is that people are surprised in themselves as I am too, right? This technology has been available to us, you know, long before the pandemic hit. And we could have used it or other technologies to be connecting with people in these ways, but we weren't. And maybe we weren't because we were actually connecting with them in person. And in many of these cases, that wasn't what was true is, you know, one person sort of sharing about how she has suddenly connected with members of her family that she hadn't connected with before at all. And she'd always felt badly about. So there wasn't a prior connection happening there. And it suddenly was emerging here or extended families that didn't see each other. And I even know in my case, picking these angel cards and convening this particular group of people was not something I was doing in person, but suddenly have started to do now in the course of this. And so it really struck me, our need for connection with each other is so innate. It's so built into how we're wired. And I won't go into all the science, but there is, right? Mammals, we are mammals as a species. We are wired for connection. We need to feel connected with each other. And it's a big factor in happiness, one of the reasons that the tragedy of what's been going on in personal care homes and things like that is not just the way the virus has hit, but it has been the isolation. Because whether somebody is older and trying to stay safe or whether in a personal care home and their policies are trying to keep people safe or people who are recovering from illnesses that have nothing to do with COVID, but are now more isolated because of the sheltering in place, that the impact emotionally is huge because we do feel better when we're in connection with each other. Um, we need that sense of warmth. We need that sense of, you know, um, being cared about by somebody. Even in my coaching world, especially around a lot of the relationship work I've done over many years, been so many times, I just want to feel loved. Like, I just want to feel that this other person loves me, right? So what is it that we actually mean by connection? And I'm just going to give my take on it, right? What do we mean by connection? And for me, connection is, okay, yes, I, you know, we have people that we see, we see faces and faces are better than just voices sometimes and all of those things. But I don't really think that the physical presence is really the essence of connection. So what is the essence of connection? And for me, it's this, there's a few elements. One is shared experience, right? Shared experience creates connection. And that's why families playing games together and things like that. You know, it's creating shared experience the same way if people came to your house and, you know, you were doing something special for holidays or a birthday or things like that, that there's a shared experience that's creating memory. So this can create connection. And then I think there's this deeper level of connection, which comes from being revealed to somebody, like being seen by somebody, being heard by somebody in ways that really matter to us. And I would say this is the deeper level of connection. If you even do a scan right now of the people in your life or people over the course of your lifetime who you have felt most connected to, you might have occupied a lot of space and time with one person, but you wouldn't necessarily say, I feel most connected to them. You could have a deeper sense of feeling connected to somebody who you see less frequently, who may live far away, who you may only kind of 
make that connection with a few times in a year, but yet when you do, something is happening that makes that connection feel so deep. And so what is that thing, right? There's this thing about um, these phrases of being seen, being hurt and heard and being felt by somebody, you know, heard that someone can hear, listen to our expression, both through words and however else through energy and things like that. But people will hear us and really hear what's in our heart, hear what's being said, and they'll feel what's being felt inside of us. So if we're sharing a great sense of joy, that we have the experience of the other person truly feeling that joy with us and for us, or if we're feeling hurt or sad of someone being able to really hear and feel and be in that experience of the sadness with us, that they can be present to our sadness without having to change it into something, without having to make it be something else, without having to bring it back to themselves, but that they can hear us, that they can feel us, that they can see who we are underneath those layers. They can see us in our vulnerable places. They can see us in our most brilliant and beautiful places and love us there right? So this idea of feeling seen and heard and felt, I feel is so germane to our human experience and to our experience of feeling contentment, to feeling, you know, a sense of joy, to feeling a sense of, you know, just happiness in the world. And yet it can be more rare to come by. But one of the things that people did say in our Carry Forward the Good seminars is, I can be more present. I'm not running off to get here and there because we're, most of us are not running off to as many places. So we can do that, that um, I'm taking time for things because we don't have a lot of the kind of more surface connections. Well, we see people when we go to the store, we see people when we go to the office, we see people, you know, when we go to the gym and all those things. Since we don't have those more kind of casual connections, we're intentionally making more space for deeper connection. And we're feeling it. We're feeling the difference. This is what people were communicating and saying, I don't want to let that go. I don't want to let go the fact that I'm, first of all, making space. And second of all, the feeling that is coming with that. So... What I, I thought to myself then, what is it we really want to carry forward and how do we do it? So that carrying forward really is making the space and being present. And so that a real connection can emerge. So let's think about that in our lives. Like how do we do that? Making space for a connection and being present means that I'm willing to put other things aside. I am willing to say that this moment of shared moment of my just listening, of my just paying attention, or maybe sharing something that feels particularly important to me, to someone else who is listening, or in our case, you know, choosing, we choose these angel cards that have a particular word on them. And then each person sharing why I got that angel. I think I've shared this before that, we say that this might be more important than something else. And because we've been sheltering in place, we've maybe challenged ourselves or invited ourselves to consider what's the most valuable ways that I can invest this time that I have. And maybe we've encountered time differently 
because we're not running off to do so many different things. So in order to create this kind of deep connection, I invite you to think about how can I make the space for things and then how can I be present? One of the very concrete ways of doing that is before I sit down to have a conversation, before I get on Zoom, before I get on the phone, before I, any of those things, how could I actually create physical space, mental space, auditory space to just be present in that moment? Sometimes when I talk with, you know, some of my friends and things like that, And I can tell like if they're cleaning the kitchen while they're talking to me or they're on their computer and just sort of getting set up for their day while they're talking to me. And then I can also feel when they're doing nothing but sitting and just talking to me and just being present in the conversation with me. And they're two remarkably different experiences. It's not that we're never going to talk while we're on the run and, you know, all of us have that, but those conversations are different. The the capacity we have to hear, to see, to be present, to help the other person feel felt by us is completely different when we are multitasking and doing other things than what we're doing is being in the conversation. So inviting you that to feel deeper connection, if you're not feeling that your connections with people are as deep as you would like them to be, a first place to begin is to actually having both of you potentially, but starting with yourself, really just creating space to be in that connection and not doing anything else. So the second tool that I think of when we're talking about creating connection is what is going to be the essence of that connection? What are we going to share or experience together that will make us, that will deepen that connection? So everyone knows me and, you know, I love my questions. And so sometimes it's opening up with a question because the intention I have is to create connection. So as you know, I have my live, lead, love decks. And sometimes, yes, we sit around and we just pick up a question and say, well, let's just share even around one question right now to see what that feels like. Or maybe it's a question of asking somebody, not, oh, what did you do today? But how did something feel to you? You know, how did you feel in your, in the ways that you connected with your son or daughter or husband or wife or spouse or friend today? How did you feel is a really different question than what did you do? Feeling evokes connection, shared, sharing your feelings, whereas doing can become like a laundry list of things. Um, so changing and shifting the question slightly or picking up one of those courageously curious questions we have in the card decks or things that you might find. Um, a friend of mine had a uh, program called Connect 52 with a question for each week of the year. So there are lots of good ways to connect through um, by asking questions. And so really think about what is going to be the nature of the engagement with this person that I'm talking about. And I think a third thing is, you know, what are we doing together? Part of the reasons we create our angel card experience is because if we, you know, it becomes a focus and it's a activity that by itself creates deep connection. Um, But, you know, maybe your family loves music and listening to a piece of music together online or 
in the same room if you happen to be there and then sharing your experience listening to it and what does it mean to you to listen to music it's a beautiful way of caring maybe doing cooking something and really what is it that you're enjoying about cooking and playing with the flavors of it and things like that and you know how does different aspects of cooking what does it remind you of what does it make you think of you know what do you learn or what do you enjoy about it and so there's a way to create an experience that isn't just functional, but actually creates connection. So as I said, I was struck in this by one of the most profound things that came out consistently across the board and the carry forward the good conversations was the experience of connection that people are having. And so I want to just invite this whole community and invite you to think about what have been your experiences of connection? What makes connection valuable to you? And what's one shift or one opportunity that you have to deepen your experience of connection with the people that you most care about? Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you want to experience the full game-changing potential of the questions we explore, be sure to add your name to our mailing list at www.couragetobecurious.com. Our subscribers receive weekly notification of the podcast along with specific tools for using these questions on a daily and weekly basis to create positive and powerful impact. As always, the questions we explore on the podcast can be found in our Live, Lead, and Love with the Courage to Be Curious card decks that are available at liveleadlovecourageously.com. And if you're interested in harnessing the power of productive curiosity for your company or organization, contact us about scheduling a professional development experience. In the meantime, keep wondering your way to brilliance.